0: Good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us this evening for The Real Deal with Student Pro Connect. Student Pro Connect is a social networking website and app where students and industry professionals can connect. If you are a student or someone looking to change your career, you will be able to find valuable insight firsthand from people in the field. If you are an industry professional, this is a great way to give back and share your story to inspire the new generation. The purpose of this segment is to provide the real deal behind what it takes to start and thrive in various fields. Every segment, we feature an individual sharing their story and providing us with insight. If you have not done so already, please sign up on the Student Pro Connect by going to our website, www.studentproconnect.com or downloading our app, which is available both in Google Play and the App Store. Please also follow us on social media, find our Facebook page and our Twitter page, and also subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can watch all of our shows. Please feel free to type in your comments and questions during the show. Now, without further ado, I am very pleased for this evening. She is a brand marketing manager and has been in the field for over 10 years. Please join me in welcoming Susanna Caceres. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, evening. So let's get right into it. So what is marketing all about? So marketing's are the brains behind getting the word out about the organization's products or services. So that's kind of the formal definition, right? So they kind of serve as this intermediary between product development and increasing brand awareness. Um, According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, Some of their tasks are monitoring market trends, creating advertising campaigns, pricing strategies, targeting strategies, just to name a few. Um, And here we have a chart with some of the skills. Um, So I don't know, Susanna, if you can kind of share with us, what are, can you kind of break it down for us? What is the task and what are the skills necessary for a marketer?
1: I mean, this chart is great, it really lists all of them, but for the most part, just to really pinpoint it, it's all about research and being up to date and being able to stand out. If you're not up to date, you're not gonna be able to market your product correctly. You know, If you don't know your customer, you're not gonna be able to market your product correctly. So that's really it in a nutshell, but it's all about creativity. It's all about being able to adapt yourself to, your location, to the type of product you're selling, to the type of company you have, um, anything. Being able to put yourself out there either in person or online. So those are really the skills that you need to have in order to um, perform and market okay. your company.
0: Okay, and here we see kind of like this breakdown of you know, hard skills and soft skills. Um, you know, of these different skills listed or maybe even not listed here, what skill do you think is non-negotiable? Like, what skill do you absolutely have to have as a marketer, especially in today's times?
1: Um, It's really that the research, I mean, you have to be able to research uh, the location, the the target, the target uh, maybe customer that you're trying to, get to buy your product or come and visit your event, Um, if you're not able to do the research, you're not able to keep yourself uh, in the know or know how to market your product more efficiently. So right now, I mean, research, people are researching, um, they're doing surveys, they're um, on Instagram, they're following their competition. I mean, it's all—it all, of, it all uh, comes down to do the amount of research that you need yeah. to do.
0: So, and I think that kind of leads into the next slide, which is we know career marketing can include a number of different roles. Um, so, these are some of the marketing careers that has kind of been projected to have some growth and pretty well paying, I would say for the most part. Um, So market analyst, promotions director, PR director, advertising manager and brand manager, which is what you are, Um, I guess with all these, I guess you're I guess research would be across the board in terms of similarity here. Correct. Correct. And a brand marketing
1: manager does a little bit of each of these roles. Mm -hmm.
0: um,
1: Where Uh, You know, our main, our main role is to protect the overall image of a brand, whether it is a product or whether it is a company overall, or it's a service that you're trying to offer. That is our main job.
0: Okay, so it's a little bit of everything when you reach that brand manager
1: right it's, it's you have to have uh, skills in each of these uh, roles.
0: okay okay into the growth opportunity so this is definitely important for someone who is interested in marketing and wants to know you know is there an opportunity here so um, some statistics here uh, marketing managers and overall employment I would say is projected to grow six percent. You know, through 2029. So that's, there's definitely some growth potential here. Um, What are you seeing in the market? Uh, I'm seeing
1: especially, well, considering this past year, I mean, there's definitely, everyone has taken their marketing strategies um, definitely to, they've held them to the highest standards because it's the only thing they've had to rely on especially now that everything has gone digital um i think that there's growth opportunities and like i said earlier um there isn't just marketing just for a product there's marketing for finance companies there are marketing um there's marketing for construction companies i mean it's really the sky's the limit when it comes to a role in marketing i mean you can either work for a pr firm or you can work for a um, advertising company i mean it's it's there's so many different roles so that's why i think that the growth um, is so high
0: that's a really great point that you make and i think you know i like that you mentioned all these different industries all of these industries need marketing so that within itself there's a demand across the board Um, in every industry. So, um, you know, it doesn't matter what sector you want to go to it's they're going to need marketing somewhere.
1: Correct. Correct. Again, um, if you work, you can work for an insurance company, they have a marketing department. Uh, All those commercials you see, I mean, that doesn't just, someone does, someone is responsible for coming up with that marketing campaign. And the reason why people find themselves repeating them all the time, but there is a complete department um, at an insurance company that comes up with all of that.
0: Yeah, and I also like the fact that you brought up the digital side too with everything that's happened. Uh, do you think that the whole digital thing that has taken place you know, across the board as we've all experienced, do you think that that has also added to the growth in the field?
1: Of course, I, I I even think there's more of a need for um, professionals that have more of a digital that those digital skills. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of a lot of people have just maybe had experience with advertising in print, mm-hmm. in magazines. As we know, magazines are there aren't that many anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, now everyone is subscribing to. Um, you know, an e-magazine, mm-hmm. or they have their favorite um, uh, blogs that they like to read. So exactly. even there's even more of a need for 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 professionals in marketing
0: that have those digital skills. Skills. Okay, great. So let's go into your story. Um, so <laughs> your journey. <laughs> so you did your. Bachelor of Arts in psychology. So please explain to us how did you end up in marketing (laughs) from a psychology degree?
1: Yeah, so initially I wanted to um, be a psychologist initially, but then I, of course, had to get a job and survive. So I started doing all types of different things. Um, nothing having to do with psychology.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I was working a little bit too far from my house, so I mm-hmm. wanted a job closer. And this opportunity opened up for an uh, administrative role at okay. a real estate company, so, which is the one I work for now. So I took the role and... It's, I actually work for a trade show. So we market, we market this trade show twice a year. Um, Mm -hmm. And I was doing, you know, administrative work, which was reception, filing, um, creating different um, memos and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I could have very well stayed in that role. I could have moved to another company. Mm -hmm. There is a huge misconception about um, admin roles. Mm-hmm. Um you know it's not just answering phone. No. it is so much more i mean you can you can really turn it into an amazing career um mm-hmm. and a lot of executives take their executive assistants along with them to mm-hmm. new, new companies so mm-hmm. it just depends i mean i would never um I always think that those roles sometimes are are downplayed a little bit, um, but they really shouldn't be. Um, it's a great entry level role, and like I said, it can turn out to be a really amazing career.
0: So but that's a that's a great point. I think that's really important. That and we're gonna reemphasize that. But just going back, so you mentioned that after you graduated you actually ended up taking a lot of roles that really had nothing to do with psychology That by choice, or is this kind of like, that's what you found? So you just, that's what I found. And I was forced to, you know, have
1: having to be on my own. Um, Mm -hmm. I just wanted, you know, a paying job and definitely that experience. I I think
0: so many people listening. Yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think just for the experience alone, um, yeah. I think it was worth it to me. I I wasn't too sure really, you know, there's so many different fields in psychology what exactly I wanted to do, mm-hmm. um, but just to have that work experience, I mean, I had to get out there, I had no got choice. Got it,
0: got it. So it, it, it kind of, and I think you speak for so many people out there that, you know, when you come out of college, you just want a job, you know, you just, yeah graduate and and land a position somewhere, you know, not necessarily in your field. And I think a lot of, um, you know, students these days, they can relate to that, you know,
1: Uh, you know,
0: it's Yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, I wish there would have been more, you know, programs like this, like student pro connect, Mm -hmm. that you could have listened to, maybe Maybe there should have been more networking events, or maybe they weren't. And I and I, I you know had too many things, you know, maybe like jobs or things that I had to do that it took me away from that. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Maybe something like this, where there would be people your age, um, real professionals, mm-hmm. some place where you can network and, and be comfortable to maybe ask questions of, of you know, maybe people in your field. Exactly. Um, I would have been more, something more like this. But, you know, just with real life, I had to get that work experience, which I'm happy I <laughs> did because I learned so much. Um, and now I am, you know, I've ended up at this other position that I really really love. Uh, Yeah.
0: And I think that's, again, going back to your point, I think it's amazing. I mean, you were an administrative assistant for nine years and then you moved into this brand marketing manager role. But one thing that you just pointed out in those nine years, you, you basically had so much exposure, right? right? Can you, like, can you talk to us a little bit about that? Okay. And I think you started talking about that misconception.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Of course. So like I said, there's that misconception that you know an administrative assistant is only answering phones that is not true. Uh, you are managing calendars. you are um, creating expense reports. You are sitting in meetings listening um, to what executives are saying. I mean, you're you really play a lot of different roles and wear a lot of different hats. So because of that, I was exposed to a lot of um, the customers that now I, you know, get to talk to every day, um, a lot of different executives, a lot of, I was involved in everything that had to do with the advertising. I just wasn't making any decisions. Mm-hmm. So I that time and I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I asked a lot of questions. And, and in our industry, there are a lot of different events. So I was able to attend and, mm-hmm. and, and learn from other people. Um, so that's I, I feel really lucky that I was able to, to have all that time to learn. Yeah, and
0: I think that's remarkable. And I think for a lot of people right now who are thinking about entering the field, I mean, you automatically think you have to have a certain title, but sometimes just going in, in an administrative position allows you to learn a lot and, and and be have better, you know, be able to learn more skills will, will prepare you for the role that you eventually will want or have down the line.
1: Right, I mean, administrative um, assistance can go into an operations role, which is yeah. person that deals with all type of uh, logistics, mm-hmm. you know, moving, uh, moving offices or, you know, shipping, anything like that Mm -hmm. um, are all these really important skills that not everybody has, but you can learn them um, when you're in these types of roles.
0: Got it. And then you mentioned that you work for a trade show. So what does that mean? I think a lot of us are like, what is that like, what? So a
1: trade show is, um, I guess to keep it simple, it's almost like going to a car show where you can go where companies go and buy cars. so here at, at The trade Show, where I work, is called The New York Tabletop Show, and it's twice a year. And stores like Bloomingdale's and Macy's, Crate and Barrel, they all come and do their shopping. So they buy people, and that's how the stores get filled up. And my job is to market those two shows a year. Basically send emails, Send e-blasts to invite them to the show, to remind them of the dates, Mm -hmm. to let them know our protocols, to let to promote the brands that we have. Mm i all all those glasses, all the all anything that has to do with anything you put on the table that's at and Barrel probably came out of um, the show. So that's so it's it's a really daunting task um, Mm -hmm. because these are all things that we all buy. I mean. Mm all may go to a Macy's we all may go to a Bloomingdale's so it's fascinating to see how a buyer from Bloomingdale's comes to our trade show and go Mm -hmm. shopping.
0: Mm -hmm. So in yours you're actually doing what we call I guess like business to business it's not even business to a consumer.
1: Correct, correct.
0: Wow so that's a whole other side of marketing that I think a lot of people don't even realize we always think it's to consumers buying in a store um, but you're right. kind a of behind the scenes marketing. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. All right, let's go get into the real deal. So first and foremost, what would you have done differently? Um, let's see, for starters,
1: I was in this admin role for nine years. Uh, you know, I always kind of tell myself, like looking back, I should never be complacent again. I think it's always good to challenge yourself. And I probably should have entered this, this marketing role a lot sooner. Mm-hmm. I probably got too scared. And sometimes that happens, you know, sometimes we get scared. We, we have this fear that we don't wanna, you know, lose that comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So that's just my, my advice is just, you know, after two to three years, you know, challenge yourself. Maybe another role, maybe financially would make more sense. Um, But just for me, that's that's how my mindset is going forward, you know, not to be complacent and to... I think
0: that's really great advice. I think that's really great advice. Um, You know, like you said, if you had gone back, you probably would have tried to go sooner. Um, Even though I think being in that administrative role, you probably learned a lot, which Definitely. helped you to where you are today. Um, but I guess being, I guess, more daring, I guess, is what you're saying.
1: Th- there's always this fear that change has is negative, but actually yes. change might be the best thing that ever happens to you. Uh-huh. So um, yeah. yeah, so just going forward, even though I love my position now, now I'm trying to see how can I change it to make it better? Yeah, so I have that's really and great. It's part of you know it's part of the marketing field you always have to be forward thinking mm-hmm. so I'm constantly thinking how can we do things differently
0: mm-hmm. I think also listening to you, do you think that if you had entered it uh, entered this role that you're in now earlier, do you think that it would have been harder? Yeah, uh, I, yeah I definitely think it would have been a lot harder.
1: Um, I kind of entered at at the right time where as a brand ourselves, we were completely, you know, changing. So we both changed together in a way. So I came into the position and our brand took a new, just took took a new look. So Mm -hmm. I was able to kind of take something fresh and Mm -hmm. move with it.
0: Okay, great. Now, did you have any mentors along the way?
1: I've had a lot of unofficial mentors. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I actually listened to um, an earlier um, Student pro connect where somebody had said that you should have a board mm-hmm. um, and people that you can bounce ideas off of or ask for advice. Mm-hmm. And just along my journey, I've come across um, a few uh, people that I consider mentors. I mean, they could have been mm-hmm. in the creative field or they could have been friends or uh, colleagues that I've just met along the way. Mm -hmm. Um, It really taught me some valuable lessons. And Mm -hmm. again, another piece of advice, (laughs) no one's asking for it, Mm -hmm. but um, I think sometimes we have this fear that we we don't wanna put ourselves out there, but Mm -hmm. there's no no such thing as a stupid question. Mm -hmm. Um, You'd never be scared of asking for help because that's how you learn. Yeah, so for thanks, sure. to, thanks to these mentors, I've been able to do my job a lot better.
0: And I really like, I like the way you kind of define mentors. It's like, like you said, they were unofficial mentors. A mentor doesn't have to be one person, right? It can right. be anybody that makes an impact, right, yeah. on you. Yeah, um, I
1: mean, somebody any, you want to mimic. You know, some, you may want to mimic someone's organi- organizational skills or exactly. someone, or someone's time management skills, which are yeah. two very important things that you need, that you should, that every professional should have. But some, you know, are prefer to do things later, you know, in the day and other are exactly. very unorganized. Exactly. So, um, but again, it's uh, putting yourself out there because if yes. you don't put yourself out there, you're not even going to be able to meet a mentor.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Um, what are some of the biggest misconceptions? So we talked about one already uh, regarding yeah. being an administrative yes. assistant. Yeah, right.
1: and then there is another one. There's this misconception that you know professionals at work in PR or advertising or marketing have these you know really glamorous lives, and <laughs> um, it's all you know creative, and we're all like you know going to parties and having fun. And yes, that is all true.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but it's a lot of work. It's a lot of research. Uh, it's a lot of behind-the-scenes things, mm-hmm. which turn out really fun. But you have to do—you know—you have to put in the legwork. So I think there's that misconception that it's all glamour, but in reality, it's—it is all of that. But <laughs> it's—it's a lot of work. Yeah, um, and
0: I—I I was gonna ask about that too. To be, yeah,
1: so you have to. Be, willing to put in the time some events are on the weekends Mm -hmm. you know a lot of a lot of you know a lot of jobs in PR they're on Saturday nights I mean Mm -hmm. you know they're they're during the week they they end really late so that's the part of the job where you know you have to be willing to put in the time I mean Instagram posts may get there because there's now all types of like calendars that you can set up Mm-hmm. But there's a person that puts all that together. So you exactly. might have to go after an event that ends at nine o'clock and go back to the office and do all the that office. Wow. Out. So that's you know, it's yeah. a lot of um there's that misconception, you know, you're always having fun. But in reality there's there's a whole team that's probably working after your event to mm-hmm. market it. So that's 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 a big one.
0: Yeah. And I think that was I was gonna ask too. So you your hours can be you have to be very flexible so you can work really long hours certain periods of time especially when it's close to events right you have to be very flexible
1: right so like for our trade show we you know a month before we are putting in longer longer hours and the the and the weeks of the events we are
0: putting in even longer hours Mm -hmm. okay uh, what would what would you say is most challenging about the role?
1: Um, I think I think even more, the most challenging, at least for me, is that it we live in a digital world. Mm-hmm. and you know just on a positive side, it's helped so many companies. I mean it's really mm-hmm. a game changer. Mm-hmm. But I feel like since everything is digital, I mean we've kind of lost that personal touch. Mm -hmm. So um, I find it a little, I find it really challenging because if you think about it, you know, we're already behind, Mm -hmm. you know, there's only so many hours in the day where you can be scrolling online. Exactly. So so that's become challenging. So we've just have to find ways to make things a little bit more personal. Um, Exactly. Maybe writing handwritten notes. I don't think that those, I don't think that those have gone away. Mm-hmm. You know, I, think, I just think companies have decided they don't need to do that anymore. But mm-hmm. I think that will separate you from everybody else because Got it. maybe an email could be a little impersonal these days.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great point. No. Mm-hmm. And I think I think it's it's almost like you're going traditional in order to stand out. Correct. Yeah, and you yeah. I feel like that's going to be a trend that we're going to see. I mean,
1: a lot of I still get catalogs from all types of um, you know gift shops and things like that, and, and that has not gone out of style. Mm-hmm. So um, I just think we're so overwhelmed with the digital world that sometimes it could be a little exhausting.
0: Exactly, I think a lot of us feel that way, with, especially with Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> Zoom fatigue, yeah. What would you say is the biggest reward for you in this role or in the field?
1: Um, well, for me and just in this particular role, whenever we come up with a new idea or a new like program and to see customers happy that, you know, things kind of worked out because of um, our programs, that's really the biggest reward for me because in the end, you wanna make your customer happy. So, not happy. That means you haven't done your
0: job. And I think that was that makes me ask the question. I guess how do you know you're successful? Like, what is that measure of success for you? Uh,
1: For us, um, it's when we have a trade show, Mm -hmm. and it you know there's there isn't any room in the elevators Mm -hmm. because we're in a traditional New York City building. um, When there's crowds, I mean, you just Mm -hmm. know that. we know know that buyers want to come and shop here. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's how we can gauge whether we've been successful. And afterwards, we can see, you know, customers will tell us if they placed any orders. I mean, those those are really what we use to
0: measure um, the success. Mm -hmm. And I think you mentioned just now, um, you know, having crowds. And that makes me ask the question: How has it changed? Because especially with the pandemic,
1: right, right,
0: that so affected I mean, the trade
1: shows. I mean, definitely, it's affected travel. You know, for the past year, um, from we've had maybe from three thousand people down to four hundred people. You mm-hmm. know, um, before the pandemic, uh, you know, maybe a a Wayfair would send uh, sixty buyers. You know, the time around, then we only sent six, so mm-hmm. that's definitely changed. But you know, we're gonna take that change and turn it into a positive. I mean, it may it may be an opportunity to meet them this time. Mm-hmm. Um, it may be an opportunity to offer them something, um, offer them lunch. I mean, mm-hmm. we're gonna try to make this kind of work for us. Got um, it. And it's also changed because our show has had to have a digital component. Mm -hmm. So you still have to have because now today you have to exist on every channel. So Mm -hmm. you need to be in person, you need to be in print, and you need to be online. So so that's really um, what's changed.
0: Okay. Now, has it hurt, um, I guess, has it impacted your role at all in terms of I mean, have your hours had to be cut, or have you felt it in your role? Um, like, I definitely felt it
1: just because, you know, you don't, you're not able to uh, keep in touch. I mean, you can keep in touch like via email, mm-hmm. but it's, since we're, we usually travel, we go to other trade shows to mm-hmm. see our customers. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not able to travel. We're not able to really see them in person and see what's new. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can call someone so many times, and you can email them, but it's not the same. Yeah. So amount yeah. of the amount of times the phone rings has definitely gone, you know, down. Exactly. Um, but it's slowly picking back up. Um, we we have lost a few um, customers just because they've had to uh, close their. Uh, close their company or really mm-hmm. downsize. So that's been, you know, a shame. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I think that that just makes, that just means that there's just room for growth. Um, oh,
0: that leads right into my next question. Yeah. So love it, <laughs>
1: that yeah, goes that very means, nicely. You know, that means <laughs> it's just room for growth. That means yeah. that brands and companies overall need yeah. to change and strategize. Yeah. And, um you know maybe maybe partner I mean there's a you're gonna see a lot of brands partnering together there's actually um a nail polish company that's partnering with a handbag company I mean so it's just it's you have to start thinking outside the box I mean if you weren't doing that before you definitely have to start doing it. um and always be forward thinking I mean like I said, never have there's no such thing as a stupid question. There's no such thing as a stupid idea. Always present it to, you know, your team mm-hmm. through because something's gonna come out of it. So that's why there is room for growth. I mean, if you weren't able to make it during, you know, this awful year we've had, I mean, maybe you just need to change your thinking and bring it, bring your brand back in a different way.
0: Exactly. That's really great advice. I mean, you've given us so much already. Uh, we do have a few questions coming in. Um, so one of our viewers asked, um, "Can a person who is not tech savvy be in marketing?" That's a great question. Um, yes, I think that um, I think that
1: everyone's able to uh, add something to the creative process. Mm-hmm. But I do think that if you're not tech savvy, I think at least you need to be knowledgeable about the digital world. So mm-hmm. you may not necessarily be a pro at, you know, an Instagram or a Facebook, but mm-hmm. you need to know about it. You need to know what kind of return you get uh, mm-hmm. when you use those uh, social media channels.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Another question we have is, um, as a marketer, how do you see the future, um, you know, based on these new ways and you're saying, you know, think outside the box. Um, you know, as a marketer, how does that affect you? Does it make your role more challenging? Yes, it does make my role more challenging
1: because like I mentioned before, you're gonna see a lot of different companies partner together. They either have nothing to do with each other or they would be, you know, a really great fit. But, you know, us as a company we have to think about how we're going to partner you know we, mm-hmm. we may partner with a magazine to have an event so that
0: mm-hmm.
1: um to our trade show
0: mm-hmm.
1: so i mean we really have to think outside the box we have to be budget conscious because of because of the year we've had that's another challenge mm-hmm. um but this whole partnering different brands partnering together is going to be one of those um it's going to be it's going to become
0: more popular Okay, now you've given us so much um, information tonight, Um, you know, what is one piece of advice or the biggest takeaway that you would want someone watching who's either interested in going into marketing or maybe just starting out in the career, Um, you know, what would you tell them? Uh, my
1: one biggest uh, piece of advice: Well, if you are starting in the marketing field, and you know now that things are opening up, um, I'm trying to be forward-thinking, and you know realizing that people are going back to, you know, people are coming back to the office, and events will start taking place. Mm-hmm. Go to every event. Um, put yourself out there. Don't, you know, I know work may end at six or you know seven um try to put an effort out and go to an event for a few hours because um at that event you can end up meeting um you know mentors um mm-hmm. that would be helpful in the future or another job opportunity and sometimes we may shy away because we may be too shy or you know maybe there's something better but i think any type of event that you know your work may put you to um may make you go or uh, an event that you're putting on for a client Mm -hmm. it's always just good to to go and take advantage of those opportunities
0: okay thank you so much Um, thank you Susanna for being with us tonight you have given us so much really great insight Um, and I thank everyone for tuning in this evening Uh, again please be sure to register uh, by going to our website or downloading the app Um, And if you are watching on YouTube, be sure to subscribe. If you're watching on Facebook or Twitter, be sure to like our page Um, and please uh, tune in to our next show, which is gonna be on June 30th. Uh, So please mark your calendars for that. Uh, Thank you, Susanna. Thank you so much. All right, have a great night, everyone. Thanks. Bye. Bye.